Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hi, gorgeous. How art thou? I'm good. Yeah. Fucking freezing, but I'm good. I know. It's fucking fly in Australia now. Jeebus. Uh, hot. Over it. I'm a nana. But you know what's hot? What? The spicy tea coming out of Beverly Hills. Oh, my God. I'm loving it. It's more than I thought. I don't know. Are you keeping up to date with all this off-camera drama, though? No. I told you. I got the food poisoning this week, so I've been yeah. off the Honestly, socials. Honestly, worst week for that to happen to you. So much has been happening. The only good part was that I was awake at Ridiculous O'Clock and I got to watch slash listen to the Johnny Depp verdict live. Oh, so wow. How that, exciting. That, okay. It was riveting for me. But, yes, tell me the tea. What the fuck? So Rinna's been fighting with this Instagay who's what? leaked her phone number. She's leaked his phone what? number. <laughs> okay. How oh. did I miss this? Me of all people. All going down in the Instagram stories and then – and then he's now saying Kathy Hilton put him up to it. What? To take down Rinna. Are you serious? I don't know if I believe him because he's there's all these DMs that have leaked and he's saying that he got paid this much money because his client was Kathy Hilton, but no. he signed an NDA and yet he's still talking about it. So that's what Are confuses you me. Are serious? He's saying that Kathy Hilton put him up to it. First of all, if you got paid by Kathy Hilton, surely you'd be signing something and you wouldn't be saying that she's – why would you say that she was the one that put you up to it? Well, now I'm thinking, is it just Rinna doing a long con trying to oh. set up Kathy to make it look like she set up Rinna? I kind of think that if oh. she did, that would be iconic. Because he's saying it's Kathy was trying to disregard Rinna to, I don't know, distract from the Kathy slurs in Aspen whole storyline that's coming up. Oh. Man, it's a lot. I was having trouble to unpack it all, I so thought- I need you to get onto it. Okay, I will. I thought this whole season was just going to be about Erica. And the break-in. But there's no. so many more side stories because Beverly Hills is known for the one story arc for the whole season. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all remember Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juicy. Unfortunately, know, yeah. Right? And so there's all this shit coming in. And I'm not going to lie, this episode, I feel terrible. But you know how you were saying I'm over Dorit last episode? Oh, my God. I don't think I'm really letting it sink in just how terrible an experience she went through because of the fact that I'm rolling my eyes when uh-huh. she's dismissing everything that everyone else is going through because of what happened to her. Because on one hand, I'm like, fair enough, but it's just <laughs> oh. oh, that's okay. Can your dog hear my dog growling? I is don't that know. What it was? <laughs> Maybe because Cato's like chasing his tail and growling at himself. God bless. And so I'm wondering if that's what Chino just heard. Well, he's just walked out of the room now, so whatever it was, he didn't like it. I <laughs> love it. Yeah, so on one hand I'm feeling, Yeah, we're over Dorit. I'm just... I don't... Okay, is it just that I'm a totes cunt or is it the fact that all these women are so caught up in their own lives that when something bad happens, their responses are as trivial as ever? Yes, both, both can be true. <laughs> both can be true. <laughs> I love you for saying that. No, fucking Dorit, she's like, sweetheart, that's a vacation compared to what I went through. And I'm like, no one was comparing it. That's what I'm saying. And even just the way that she expresses, like, her incredulity over the fact that someone would make something such a big deal, it's like, in my mind, anyone that would go through something so traumatic, so humbling... Well, I guess that's it. You would expect there to be humility and, and, and therefore anything that anyone was going through, you would have empathy because you were in that place. Like I know Mm-mm. when I'm going through something, anything anyone's going through, I feel like I feel it with them. And so I'm like, it's a big deal. Everything's a big deal as opposed mm-hmm. to only what I'm going through is a big deal. So maybe I'm just cynical after the Amber heard of it all. but Maybe. I don't well, know. I just think she's... <laughs> So uh, hypocritical in that she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe Sutton had publicity at this publicity event for her store Uh that she's trying to publicise. Like, how dare she not give me the heads up? I do get that she would have liked a heads up because she'd be like, fuck, they're going to ask me about shit. It would have been good to have a heads up. she did publicity the other day at Kyle's store, like two days earlier. 
And also, you're on TV right now, and you're inviting a camera crew into your house to do therapy. But like that's a little different because that I don't know. Yeah, the therapy. Actually, no, it's not. The having the cameras there for the therapy. I was like, okay. I was surprised by that. <laughs> I was. Very well, let's surprised. let's just go through the episode because I'm sure we'll air our grievances throughout. Um, so we start. We're back in La Quinta. Uh, it's the Crystal Conundrum. That's the title, by the way. Thoughts on that? Um, it didn't give me life, but... No, but it is a conundrum. It is, but it should have been sort of something like making fetch happen again. Just because oh, yeah. it's the... What was the word that was the big deal from last season? I just forgot my blank. Violated. Violated, and now it's dark. Dark. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We, we're making fetch happen. But anyway, go ahead. So Kyle's making eggs but ordering in Bloody Marys Thank because you. they're too hard to make. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but that bothered uh, me. Sorry. What did you say? It bothered you? Well, why are we ordering beverages but cooking breakfast? I know. I would have thought it'd be the other way around. Just fucking order the breakfast, bitch. And also, if she's really making, and I yes did air quotes, breakfast, you're making scrambled eggs and then you go and sit down. So did you make the eggs or are they just sitting there coddling? Like I didn't see anyone eat the eggs. No one ate the fucking breakfast, but they sure drank the drinks. Well, the whole editing this scene was like a bit hokey pokey, hobby yeah, lobby because they had the drinks and then the drinks got delivered and then they didn't have the drinks yes. and then the drinks were back in the shop. I know. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't trust what's going on with this scene, right? Really? The, what do they call it? The continuity was rather poor this episode. It, it really was. <laughs> Not as poor as Lisa Rinna's pajama choice. Like, why has she got a pajama bucket hat? I told you, man, her in the fuck. Maybe she's. Okay, you know how people have always speculated that the Rinna classic hair is actually a wig? Maybe that's why the bucket hats. Maybe she's as bald as, oh, who's that Who's that Scientologist that everyone thinks is gay, not Tom Cruise, the other one? You know, he was, in Pulp, Fiction. He was in Pulp Fiction. John Travolta. Oh, yeah. Maybe she's John Travolta bald. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Alleged. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, basically, Dorit didn't sleep a wink and Lisa thinks that Dorit should talk to Lois because she survived a serial killer attack and that's the same thing. Why? How do I forget that Lois was attacked by the trailside killer? It's crazy, isn't it's, it? Like, dude spent seven years in prison for what he did to Lois and then he gets out and then becomes a serial killer slash serial rapist. Crazy. He's still alive in prison. But I can just imagine if Dorit did go and have a chat to Lois, she'd be like, well, sweetheart, that's a vacation compared to what I went through, Lois. <laughs> oh, my God, that is such a good plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they talk about the crystal of, of it course, all and they think, it. well, Kyle thinks that there's more going on that triggered Crystal. She's not getting it because she hasn't listened to what Crystal was telling her. She's like, I don't get it. If Kyle hasn't gone through it, she doesn't get it. And it's no. so weird because we get these little snippets, these little moments where Kyle seems really normal. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Just these little moments when she'll react to something and you just think, there you are, that's just like us, human reaction, and then not so much. You know, ever since she ran out of that restaurant in Amsterdam, <laughs> as if she was getting attacked, she fled the scene. She I just, did. I can't, I can't take to she her. She did. And then she has the sweetest dogs. I mean, Bambi, the true breakout star of the season. Totally. What, what would we do without her? I mean, I'm loving her in La Quinta, but if we don't get Bambi for the rest of the season, I think I'll be heartbroken. <laughs> At least crestfallen. But she pissed me so so Garcelle's like, well, I'm just gonna call Crystal. Mm. And she steps away to take the call. And mm. Kyle just like eavesdrops. She oh. just sidles on over. I wouldn't even call that eavesdropping because she was so obvious. She's like crawling on the fucking floor. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hated her, but it was I kind hated of funny. Her, but that was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Crystal's gonna stop by, and then Erica tells us. Oh, my God, that, you know, she's just come so far from a year ago and she's congratulating herself. And Garcelle's like, what about the whole lack of compassion thing? Yes! And she's like, well. Yes, and she please. says, we aren't even sure oh. that there were people who weren't paid talking about the victims. Do you want to speak on this? Because that was crazy town. Okay, first of all, I need to pause for that. We need to take a moment of silence. Okay. What the fuck, Erica? <laughs> There's a chance that the victims are lying. 
Just like Garcelle says, and also it snows in fucking Pasadena. Exactly. Now, I know people are going to say, well, it did snow in Pasadena this year. I Googled it. It was hail and it was on the (laughs) ground and it looked like snow. It has not snowed in Pasadena since 1949. Yeah, not enough to make a car crash, right? Like... We aren't even sure that the victims weren't paid. Excuse me, Erica Girardi, Erica Chahoy. Say her name. Excuse me. A judge declared that the victims weren't paid, which is why they are allowed to individually sue you, you dumb bitch. How fucking dare you? Like, we're joking about it, right? Because it's incredulous, Mm -hmm. of course. But at the end of the day... These, like, there are babies whose parents died on a plane crash. There are babies whose parents died of cancer from being poisoned by actual people and their decisions that they made. And you want to say that they're fucking lying, that they can't pay their rent, they can't feed their children. Like, this isn't fucking funny. But on the other hand, what else can we do but laugh and make fun of her? Because otherwise, how are we going to get through the day? How? How? Yeah, like, I know. The victims are watching this. Like, we're laughing about it because it's so fucking ridiculous. But these victims are watching you on TV saying this. Fucking shame on you. I know. And, like, she goes on about being called a liar and that's the worst thing in the world. But she's happy to throw it around. She's fucking happy to throw it. She is a fucking liar. What about how she wiped oh. her hands on Lisa? Do you want to- Let's cleanse the palate and talk about that. Let's cleanse the palate. The fact that she, this is what I'm saying, the fact that she was bothered, like not bothered, but she was like, I need to wipe my hands and you're wearing a robe. And I get it. If that was my friend, I'd be like, love, I need to like wipe my hands, do you mind? Because they're at work. It's not like she can just get up and go get a tissue or something. Well, I mean, she could wipe her hands on her own pants. Uh, Yeah, you think? She's still, she's so rude. I mean, Lisa was wearing a towel, so maybe that's why. Thank but- God for Diana because she is going to make her feel poor all season and I can't wait for it because it's the that. only thing that matters to her. I know. Uh-huh. Well, so Crystal arrives uh-huh. um, and she says there was a massive campaign policing how she expressed herself and how she felt, which is all very understandable. We've yeah. covered that previously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's when Dorit's like, sweetheart, this is a vacation compared to being held at gunpoint, blah, and blah, why blah. why are you saying that to her face? Why are we saying it in confessional? <laughs> I know you can't face what you know. went through, but you're sure you can, you know, face Crystal. Yeah, great point. Know. And then Bambi. Bambi comes in for comic relief slash reality check and eats their food because you know what? They're not going to fucking eat it. <laughs> so, then... Um, so, yeah, they talk about Crystal and everything. Garcelle's calling Kyle a stirrer, which I enjoyed. Uh, me too. And then Garcelle then goes and stirs a little bit mm. and says to Crystal about the are you that girl comment. She thinks it was more of a setup. Yeah. I think Garcelle is basically saying exactly what she said last year without saying it, which is I think violate was a bit much. That's kind of what she's saying by you set her up. It's almost like something either happened that makes this bigger than you're expressing or it ain't. Yeah, but but Crystal then says, yeah, there was a lot more said that was very dark. Yes. And as soon as she says that, Erica is like, what? 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 She's like, what did she say? Yeah, you I couldn't guess. wait to discredit oh, can't Sutton. Wait. Can't wait. I mean, I hate Erica, but that is good TV. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I still hate her so much. I know, um, and then Kyle was like, I was there and I don't remember that. And Crystal's like, well, you don't remember it. Uh, and she's like, no, but it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a disconnect there for Kyle. And, like, obviously it's something that it must be some sort of microaggression that went over Kyle's head, right, and, but but meant a big deal to Crystal. That's what Crystal's intimating. But Kyle's like, well, don't tell me that I don't remember. And I'm like, see, Kyle, see what it's like when someone takes words out of your mouth? Mm. Yeah. So yeah, but – on a, on a funnier note, Garcelle is now working for LVP. Well, her son is. Yes. Oh, that's right. Not Garcelle, sorry. Garcelle's son's working for LVP. Like, is he going to be a server at Sir? Yeah, he might be. That's where my mind went. Well, they get good, good for tips. Him. Th- their reaction to that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, in the 
middle of all that, we did get a little scene with Diana arriving at Sutton's room. Not much happened, but I thought it was Kathy. <laughs> like from behind, I was like, is that Kathy fucking Hilton? No, she was way taller. She was too tall to ah, be Kathy. Ah, that's right. What spun me out wasn't the fact that Sutton was trying to say she hasn't eaten meat for ages, but she can't not eat bacon. Now, first of all, Oh, Diana yeah. did say there's no such thing as a bacon-eating vegetarian. Did s- now, we didn't get it in what we saw. Maybe Diana did. But I didn't hear Sutton say she's a vegetarian. I just heard Sutton say she doesn't really eat a lot of meat, but she can't say no to bacon. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's like someone's trying to make fetch happen. But what spun me out was it was a feast for 20 people and there were two people to eat it. Now, no restaurant or catering staff or whatever are going to let other people eat that food after you've been there eating it. So if the crew didn't eat it, if that got thrown out, I'd be fucking really pissed off. That that bothers me. I can't handle wasted food. Can't handle it. I know, me neither. That's why I always eat everything all the time. Well, like if I have people over and there's like three little squares of cheese, I'm sticking it in the fridge for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so please totally. do please do that, people. It hurts my heart for food to be wasted. And so then Dorit is given Bubblicious some shit for drinking too much Diet Coke, and I'm like, leave the man alone. Well, he's got like, the diabetes, honey. It's Diet Coke. Who cares? <laughs> okay, fine. It's not full-strength st- sugar Coke. Well, it, it wasn't Coke Zero. It was Diet Coke. What's the, it's that's a marketing thing. Like it's it's is a no it? sugar coke. Oh, okay, fine. Leave no PK alone. He doesn't like the taste of water. Let him enjoy a coke. <laughs> God, like everything going on in Dorit's life, and she's got to bang on about PK drinking an extra diet coke. Like well, lay I, off. I think she's thinking. I've just had my life threatened. The last thing I need is for my hubby to drop dead due to his, you know obesity-related diabetes. Like, oh. he doesn't just rando have diabetes. We know that. We get it. We got the point to read. <laughs> so then um, PK's just like, you know what you need? You've just gone through this terrible traumatic incident. You know what you need? You need a girl's trip. And she's like, oh, just when you said that, that made me feel like, yeah, that's what I need. And I was like, you just had one. I know. I was just thinking that. You just got back from one. So is this like what the life of rich people is like? If you go away but only in your own country, that doesn't <laughs> count as a trip? I don't know. I think it's just like, Dorit, we had you down to for the cast trip. Then everything happened, but we still need you to, you know, stick to your contract. You just went away. I don't get it. I know. And she had this whole thing where she didn't want to be away from Bubblicious, but now she's happy to go on multiple trips away from Bubblicious. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. And And I'm just going to call him Bubblicious now. But I do think that, okay, the next bit where where he's like, okay, we need to discuss what shows I can watch while you're gone. I thought that was like the most real moment I've ever seen these two have. I loved watching that little bit. That pissed me off as well. Why? She won't let him drink Diet Coke. She won't let him watch Squid Game. Like, I'm sorry, if you're going on a girl's trip, he's going to have to watch something. Let the man just watch something. Well, just, like she said, watch something you know I won't. I don't want to watch. Yeah, oh, but it sounded like she wanted to watch everything. I mean, I've never watched Squid Game. I don't have an interest. So I'd be like, watch the Squid Game. I don't care about that. But then I did have another thought. What in the hell do these two actually both like to watch? They seem so different. Money Heist, probably. <laughs> okay. Any other shows about scams? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Remember last season, these two are the biggest scammers. I know. Now we're not talking about it. Now we're not talking and about it. I know it. you can't talk about it while the case is ongoing, blah, blah, blah. But surely the case is over. Why can't we talk about it now? Let's we, talk about the husband, used, as they say. We to think that... We wanted these women to be friends on this show, that it was too contentious when all of them didn't like each other. But now that we've got a show where the majority of them are actually friends, they won't talk about each other's legal situations. It's not helpful. I know. (laughs) It's really not. So that's that scene. So then we go to Sutton's store and we meet the French designer straight out of immigration. Love that for him. Uh So good to see him. Nice to put a little bow on that storyline, that trauma. Yeah. Yes. What did you think of Sutton putting on that little red riding hood eleganza with the dress backwards? Just because you say it's couture (laughs) and you charge $15,000 for it doesn't mean it's couture. Well, as Countess Luann famously said, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) That green poofy dress 
that that lady. What'd you call me? (laughs) That that lady was wearing. It reminded me, like, you know, when you're in the shower and you got your little shower poof that you puff. What'd you call me? (laughs) Puff poof. Isn't that what it's called? Poof is how you say it in French. Stop. A loofah? A, well, it's not a loofah. It's like I suppose it is, but you know the little she those little netting ones, and you know yeah. like when it's time to chuck it out, you get in the shower and you look at it and think, "Fuck, man, that thing's all warped. I've got to chuck it out." That's mm-hmm. what that dress looked like. <laughs> it reminded me to go and look at my loofah <laughs> in shower the shower poof. to see if I needed a fucking new one. That's what it looked like. It was wow. strange. I did not care for it. I did not what care. Is- I didn't mind Sutton's dress. I got the concept of it, but I didn't think the execution of said concept was very good. No. But what did you think of Diana making a big deal about stepping into a store for the first time ever because she's allergic to dust and there's too much dust in stores. I was getting a bit over it. I'm getting over the. We get it. You don't go into stores. And, yes, I think that's fabulous. The next scene should be a cutaway of your fucking closet, not you going on about the fact that you're allergic to dust. Brilliant point. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. We have yet to see her closet. We are the people of poor. We want to see the rich person's closet. That's why you're on the fucking TV, bitch. Give it to me. Give me yeah. my fix. Yeah, and your husband. She doesn't have one. Her partner, husband, the young guy. Oh, that's right. Her not child. Got it. Yeah, we want to see more of him. Yeah. So in the car going to Sutton's store, we check in with Dorit and Kyle, mm-hmm. who's explaining that Lois had a stroke, so yeah, Lisa sad. is off with her. Yeah, that's very sad, especially because we know what's happening. Well, they keep saying hospice, and I'm like, what the fuck's hospice? And I realised we call it palliative care in Australia. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sad. Kyle then does seem to make it about herself and share her own personal story, but I guess that's what yeah. you do on these shows, right? Yeah, of course. And then Kyle gets an alert that the paps are taking photos over her fence, and then Dorit gets all triggered, and she's like, oh, my God, someone's casing your house. Oh, my God, I got robbed. Don't know if you know, but I got robbed the other day. And it's she- like, oh, we it did look like she was kind of having a bit of a panic attack. Don't you I'm think? over it. With the deep breaths. I'm over it. You think she's faking the whole thing, don't you? No, I think she's thinking it's a blessing in disguise and that she's milking it for all that it's worth. I think it was a horrible traumatic incident and she's like, well, it happened. I'm going to use it to my advantage and be annoying about it for a whole season. Okay. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> well, I'm. Well, now I said it. Well, so now I said you it. said it. So the girls start arriving to Sutton's event. Oh, okay. We cut to Erica. Oh, yes. Who's just figured out her thermostat. So this is the new, like, my pool bill yes, storyline exactly. that she's trying to run with. Yeah. Why was Mikey Minden just there sitting at the dining room table? Do you love how he had a laptop in front of him? Like, what, gonna... what work was he doing? There's no work you're doing for her. She's not allowed to do anything. What? And she's like, not even going to the event, so why are they there? Who's hiring her to do a show right now? Who is paying for her to make one of her little mixtapes? Nobody. <laughs> so there's no need for Mikey Minden to be there. I swear, I think that she is giving him screen time on the TV as a contra. She's bartering for his services for when she does actually need him. Maybe, and yeah. And she's going on about the fact that she had a Muay Thai lesson. Now, I don't think she remembers how normal people live because if I was being sued for money I did not have, I wouldn't be paying for fucking Muay Thai lessons. I'd be doing it at home by myself for free with a fucking YouTube instructor. You'd be YouTubing it like the normal people. Yeah, and she's all just going on about how She's so glad she's not getting dressed up tonight. And I'm like, you're in full glam. Yeah, I'm so glad I'm not getting dressed up tonight. Bullshit, bitch. We know it's your favourite thing to do. Fuck I know. Off. Fuck off. It's so sad and, and pathetic. And I love every juicy morsel of it, honestly. But, like, she's, like, not going to the event because Sutton never apologised or whatever. And I'm like, you've never apologised for anything. And bitch, were you even invited? <laughs> well, it was a group text. Well, and that's the thing. Sutton's so polite, she wouldn't not invite someone, would she? She'd just make them feel like shit when they were there. And that's what we love about her. Totally. So then Dorit arrives. That's when the press is there, as we discussed. Any yeah. confessional, she calls Sutton self-absorbed. Yes. Which, I mean. Aren't they all? I mean. Um, <laughs> it's a publicity event, doll. Yeah. She was happy enough to do grabs on Kyle's step and repeat at Shahida. It's like, true. You know. And that's the thing. It's not like it's a launch of anything. She's having a party. Of course she wants press there. She wants people to know, hey, we have Couture in my store. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay, so then we were inside the event. The girls are catching up, blah, 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 blah. But what I thought was really funny was when 
Sutton was introducing Kyle and Dorit to the designer. Kyle has the goal mm. to call herself a designer. I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. It's like, what gumption on you? Oh, no. <laughs> As if, You babe. have a store. It does not a designer make. <laughs> no. You have money, bitch. And I think Sutton is, was also throwing a bit of shade at Dorit, being like, oh, Dorit designs her own little um, designing and, and then she clothes. And she does the squiggles, hand. Squiggles like someone <laughs> designing. It was so awkward, wasn't it? Yeah, and Bubblicious names the dresses. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. I repressed that memory. Fuck. <laughs> I know. Thank God she got robbed. Otherwise, it'd be that again. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my um, God. I can't. When you say shit like that, it just flies under the radar. When I say it, I'm a cunt. <laughs> I love that fact too. Um, oh, thank God you're around. <laughs> so uh, Kyle asks Sutton if everything's okay with her and Crystal, and Sutton's like, yeah, we're fine. She's just calm. She's cool. She's collected. And Kyle's like, what? Why are you not having a breakdown right now? This is – why are you not crumbling? Yeah. And th- but then we get all the flashes of Sutton last year kind of falling apart all over the place. She was a lot, wasn't she? Oh, I don't care. Anything that lets me see her in the fucking face roller again, it just gave me life. Me too. It made me want to pull out my face roller. Yeah. You know that's why we got him. Yeah. So oh. Garcelle pops by and she's like, what's your back with your new friend? Love that. She feels like... Well, it's really complicated, really, Mm. but she feels like it would change the dynamic between Garcelle and Sutton if what was said was crazy. And And so she wants to know what was said. wants to know because at the end of the day, she's saying, if my friend is saying racist things, I need to know about it. I need to be able to make a judgment about my friendship, which is fucking fair enough. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so then Crystal comes and Kyle's saying, quit telling me I don't remember it. I do remember. Well, it's like, clearly you don't. Yeah. Or you never picked up on it. But then Crystal says, I don't want to say what what it was. And she says, it's forgivable. And so then why are you bringing it up if it's forgivable? Yeah, I got lost there. She said, it's problematic, but forgivable. But what she said was damaging. And I'm like, okay, well, 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 what is it? I don't know what it is about Crystal, but when she speaks, she should be a lawyer or something. Because when she speaks, I'm like, yep. I totally agree with you. But then when I get reasoning such as, well, if it's forgivable, then why are you making a thing about it? I'm like, but yeah. And then Crystal speaks again and I'm like, nah, I'm on your side again. I don't know what it is about her. She's just so confident when she speaks. She's I just think she was perhaps. she was backed into a corner. Right. And I, I feel like this is something that she's resolved with Sutton. She doesn't want to bring it up because she's friends with Sutton. So mm. she doesn't want to throw Sutton under the bus. But she's backed in the corner to justify her word choice. Again. And so she brought it up and now I think she regrets it and she doesn't want to double down and make it worse and ruin that friendship with a friend. Well, then maybe and so she then again, with Sutton, talk about it, get that on camera and then <gasps> leave it at that. That's the thing. All this was filmed. So can we yeah. not get a flashy? I know. Well, it's Do you gonna, think they're holding that back? I think they're holding it back because it's going to come up. The ladies aren't letting it go. Erica hates Sutton. Yeah. So Rinna and Kyle are going to keep bringing it up and they're going to use Garcelle as a shield in saying that she has a right to know. That's what they're going to do. Mm, Watch it yeah. happen. Sneaky bitches. I'd love a flashy. Just a flashy. Oh, Please. Like, do you think it'd be cool if we knew but they didn't know and so we would see it unfold when they found out? Oh, that's a good idea. Exactly. It's like um, Shakespeare do- does it all the time in his little soliloquies. True that. Oh, that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. You should work for um, Bravo. Oh, my God. Maybe we should. Oh, well, you should. So, and let me, I don't know, sweep the floors or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, so eventually then everyone joins in. So Sutton's there, Dorit and Diana, they come over. Mm-hmm. And Sutton's like, okay, we've been there, done that. Let's move forward. Yes. And Carl says, but you didn't say anything. <laughs> We're just going around in circles. See, love how Kyle's bringing it up, but then being sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. But you didn't say anything. Well, then why are you fucking talking about it, Kyle? Well, that's a great point. That's a great point. And Carl, uh, the one thing I did give Carl was like, she'll flop about in regards to who she's being annoying to. Like she was anti Sutton for the past three episodes, but now she's defending Sutton. So, But I also do agree with Carl when she says, and I can't remember if she says it in confessional. I think she did when she says that she thinks that Sutton is worried that she said something really bad and can't remember what she said. And that's why Sutton wants to move on. I kind of, and that's probably true. I kind of had that same thought. Yeah. And Dorit calls out Crystal for saying she's playing dirty um, by refusing to say the word. That's a stretch. 
I know. Playing dirty, really, by saying, look, I don't want to say it. Like, I don't want to make it a bigger thing than it already is. It's not playing dirty. <laughs> Garcelle's like, but why'd you say the word dark? And she's like, I'm not going over my word choices again. Well, your word Enough. choices is what's making people go to the worst case scenario in their imagination. So they're like, you're better off saying it because what we're thinking is worse. Oh, and you're right. When Crystal talks, like you believe it. And then you think back on it. Cause then in confessionals, when she's like, it's just a little word, it's four letters, like one syllable. Like mm. I was like, yeah, she's so right. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that's completely bullshit. Yeah, like exactly. words have meaning, doll. I just like, think she's a really eloquent speaker and she has confidence <laughs> and she's always just seems like to have a really well-formed argument. I think she's very careful about what she's got most of the time, rather she's careful about what she's saying. So basically this conversation, it's all just setting up the fight that's going to happen next week. Yeah. Talking about it again. But I but love how intention. Like, the worms are dead as in the can of worms. It's dead. Oh, that I'm was like, fun. I, it was funny. And I'm like, mm, the worms is not dead, darling. No, the worms aren't dead. They're still moving <laughs> <Not> around. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that scene? No, I'm good. I can't wait. The scene, it's going to continue. I'm looking forward to it. I know. Um, so then we go to, okay, PK, Bubblish and Dorit and the therapist and the EMDR therapy for trauma victims, blah, blah, boring. It was a boring scene. It should have been moving, but I just felt like, I don't know about therapy sessions on the fucking TV. I just don't know how I feel about that. We've had a million of them. No, nah, I, 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 well, I yeah. think not is what, is what, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was a lot and I was just like, eh, I'm over it. There's reality TV and then there's therapy. And, yes, I have expressed that I find watching these shows I can get, you know, little nuggets of wisdom that I even bring into my therapy. But I'm not filming my fucking therapy for the world to pass. I don't think so, people. Yeah, it seems a bit disingenuous. I just, maybe. like, therapy is work for me. I'm not, you know, it's about your therapy is the one time it's fucking about you. So why don't you just leave it there? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, so next time we get Kyle making the crystal comment, her storyline. They go to Mexico. Dorit's speaking Spanish. Oh, (laughs) with an Italian accent. I mean, at least it's not a Dorito accent. That's right. And then Sutton's getting aggravated at Crystal. So can't wait for that. I mean, yeah. I just, I was sitting there looking, okay, it's, we're still talking about the Sutton and Crystal stuff. Oh my God, how can I believe it? I thought, Mm -hmm. I thought the worms were dead. I'm like, and then they go to Mexico and then they're just doing the same fucking storyline, but in Mexico. I love it. I know, and so Eric is just sitting there thinking, this is fucking great, not about me. Stirring a beverage going, yup. <laughs> what a lose. So let's talk about Below Deck Down Under, shall we? Let's do it. So we got 99 Problems and Talasa Ain't One, which yeah. I think it was a longer episode than usual, right? Yeah, and I didn't have many notes on it because at the end of the day, the episode should have been called Two People Finally Fucking Get Fired. I know. It was so, it was almost anticlimactic. Well, I, I mean? think because of the whole having to wait for people to come out of quarantine, there was such a build up. Yeah, I think. Whereas, that's you know, in previous thing. seasons, previous years, you just fire them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, true. oh my God, I'm ready for the release. That's true. Fucking quarantine. Fucking quarantine. So when we start, I think he's still just giving a verbal warning um, to Benny. Is that right? Yeah, and we thought and he was going to fire him, but he gives him a verbal warning. He says it's not misconduct, just personality clashes, but yeah. if anything goes wrong, it's a dismissal. Yeah. I think that was kind of well handled. That is because it's saying you're not getting fired for anything you've done. You're not bad at your job. That's not why you're getting fired. It's because you and your boss aren't getting along. But then Bad Boson, he's like, oh, Captain Cutie doesn't have my back. Oh. And I was like, well, he sort of does. I was so – look, honestly, after Captain talks to Benny and then calls Benny and Jamie to talk to both of them – and tells Jamie it's just a verbal warning. And Jamie's like, oh, really? I was like, this is epic just for that. It was so yeah. epic to see Jamie crestfallen about it. Sucked. I know. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode when he's like, no one gets fired on this boat. Uh, <laughs> like, well, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do, bitch. So oh. shit goes down when they when they leave the charter or the boat for going drinking. So yes. what happened was it seems like... Aisha teed up Magda to call Jamie a bitch. Yes, which is is funny. funny. And he flipped the fuck out. Oh, my God. He was a total bitch about it. He really was. And because then he's blaming Brittany, who had nothing to do with it, just because she called him bitch the other night. Exactly. Yeah, you're so right. 
He's like, Brittany's on a last fucking warning. I've told her and I've told her. He goes, that's three chicks. And I was like, oh, you're, you're coming off a bit sexist. Yeah, you think? You <laughs> yeah, because then he goes. Then he calls them bitches. It. And not even like as a one-off. He said it like three or four times in the same helmet. I'm like, where's that fucking glitter helmet? Because you're acting like a total knob. I know, he says, I'm pissed off at those fucking bitches. Those other stupid bitches have encouraged Mags to say something. I'm like, you can't say that when you're so triggered by it. Lost for words. His stupidity is just, it's dumbfounding. So what, do you think he'd have a different reaction if a man called him a bitch? Uh, I think he'd punch them. Right. What, what is this trigger? Like, get over it. Again, I take issue with anything relating to women being the worst thing you can call someone, which is why I yeah. say the word cunt. Does it roll off my tongue? It might sound like it does, but I do kind of twinge when I say it. And I'm like, no, the worst thing that you can call someone should not be female genitalia. When dick yeah. is someone is shorthand for someone's name. A man's name can be dick and it's no big deal. And yet my anatomy is so offensive. Go fuck yourself. I'm turning that around. I don't think so, people. The no, no, I, def- I think you're onto something. The patriarch is pissing me off and I ha- can't even have coffee because I've got a tummy bug. <laughs> It's not, <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy. I'm not happy, Jan. <laughs> I don't know if the patriarchy gave you a stomach bug, but uh, sure, it sure. fucking probably did, you know. <laughs> oh, I just could not believe this carry-on and whinging over a couple of words. Like, oh, calm your farm. Seriously. It was really annoying me, and everyone's having fun except for him, and he's just so fragile. You barely get... Like, you work, you're supposed to work. Like, some of these people work, like, almost 20-hour days or at for, at least for 12 hours on their feet running around. It's exhausting. Why are you ruining the one night off that your crew gets? As a leader, you shut up, suck it up, and let your crew have a good time and deal with it tomorrow. I know. And, like, the, the two times before when he was called a bitch was just, like, in a fun, light-hearted way. It was in jest. And for someone who's so safety conscious, mm. you'd think he'd just get Aisha the water instead of saying, no, I'm not getting you water. Go get your own water. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's a safety a, issue, a bad bosun point. bitch. Oh, we need to call him bitch bosun. Uh, in my notes, I wrote bitch bosun. I kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. I wrote, I've started, I started writing out bitch bosun. That's what we're calling him. Not bad bosun, <laughs> bitch bosun. We came up with that together. It was butterfly effect. Yeah, great. Yeah. So they they get in the cabs back to the boat. A bitch bosun's still pissed off. Of course. And Bratini's like, I called him a bitch days ago. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe he's got his period. <laughs> well, I, he'd be triggered by that. Probably. He probably would, that probably. fragile masculinity. I know. Um, and then that, not much else happens that night, but then the next morning, Benny's up five minutes early. Oh, five whole minutes. Fuck. <laughs> and he wants a medal. <laughs> he totally did, didn't he? What did you think of this panic attack Magda was having about not having a phone because she can't contact her boyfriend and she'll think her boyfriend's cheating on her? I mean, I thought it was a massive deal in that I was laughing my ass off. But then next minute, all I get is this like little um, pixelated image of Culver's <gasps> penis. So that's all I want to talk about. Do you know how many times I had to pause and rewind and pause and rewind? Okay, I only paused and rewound once, so I watched it twice. How many times, Nathan? Tell us. Like I, I can't remember. Was it? It was. It was more than more than a handful. <laughs> it was. It was a handful, all right. It was earth shaking. Like that was the best pixelated dick I've ever seen. No, really. It wasn't that I, big. I, it did something to me, Mary. I watched it twice to check, and I went, "Oh, okay, that's a standard flaccid penis size." <sighs> well, I don't know. It was know, cold. But he was in bed, so it was warm. Well, he was flopping out of the shower, wasn't he? I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought he just jumped out of bed because she had jumped to out of wake bed, up yeah. the whole fucking boat because she couldn't find her phone. And the funny thing is, when she finally did find her phone, it was in her bag. So she was, she was stressed that she couldn't find her phone. It had yet to occur to her that she couldn't find her bag with her wallet and probably a good chunk of her tip money. But no, no, let's freak out about the fucking phone. And I was just, like, hoping that Aisha actually did hide it just so she'd do some work. But <laughs> I thought because when she was – she had her bag on, on Aisha's bunk and she was kind of making fun of herself that she lost everything kind of thing. And I'm like, hang on a sec, did Aisha have your bag? Was it on her bunk? But I think she had just – 
put it on Aisha's bunk. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, no issue there. She just <laughs> woke up and couldn't find a phone for a few minutes, but it was like, yeah, she was mayday. sobbing. She woke up Aisha. She banged on Bratini's door. She had <laughs> Culver running out naked because he obviously thought something very distressing was, was going on. Poor guy didn't even have time to cup his dick. Wow. And, and his ball sack because he wow. had to, like, sobbing, sobbing. I think it's the biggest red flag for their well, relationship. It is the biggest red flag for her as a person. She <laughs> needs whatever medication is being withheld from her. <laughs> and this is coming from a woman on medication. Yeah, it was it was a big blow up over nothing. Oh, she that, is that. special in a straitjacket kind of way. <laughs> oh, come on. Do you want to work with her? No. This is why... We have government assistance. People like that should be at home and my tax dollars should pay for their government assistance because I never want to have to deal with someone like that in the workplace. <laughs> so then we have a preference sheet I'm meeting. I'm fucking for it, mate. <laughs> so um, they have a preference sheet meeting and... The new, the new guests, they want to have a high tea and the chef's like, oh, those stupid low-class idiots, they want a high tea, what fucking assholes. Like his choice. It's fine. I know. Why, why was he so triggered by high tea? Because he doesn't know what high tea is and he thinks that anything he doesn't know about is stupid. Yeah, oh, he's such an asshole. This is why he's never going to learn anything, because he's too afraid of it. He calls it stupid. It's ridiculous. He's such a tosser. He is, isn't he? And I love a good high tea. I love a bad high tea. I love high tea. High tea is so much fun. I wouldn't have thought you could fuck it up, but he fucked it up. Yeah, oh. Like circular sandwiches? What the fuck? And and that's the thing. He's like, oh, I'm sticking to circles because they're like, uh, they're supposed to be triangles. Yeah. Well, and, and so he just makes fun of it because he's fucked up. Why don't you make fun of yourself and go, oh, my God, I've been cutting, you know, circles out of bread all morning and now I have to start again. That's what oh, I'd no. be laughing at, my stupidity. I can't, I can't believe. Such I can't a believe tosser. Him. So Jamie... Dobbs to the captain oh my God. about Aisha and Bratini saying they've been calling the boys' names. <laughs> but, yeah, like, calm down. No one's calling the boys' names. Oh, first of all, he lied. She's been calling the boys' names. And he even he knows how stupid that sounds because he kind of sniggers a little bit. You're seriously dobbing someone in for calling you a bad word. And it wasn't even a bad word. There was nothing prejudiced about it. Ugh, what a loser. What, what a, a loser. Bitch. Yeah, well, Brittany calls it a, well, Brittany, sorry. She calls it a bitch move. Oh, it was and a she, bitch she can't move. believe you went to the captain over it and neither yeah. can I. And it's true. And then when Aisha comes to talk to her about it, see how she is, she starts to cry because she realises, fuck, I could have been fired over that. Yeah. Bullying in the workplace is a big deal, but this isn't bullying. I know. And then I do love the fact that she realises how funny it is and they both say he's such a bitch at the same time and Brittany hits her head because they're laughing so hard. <laughs> Loved it. I just imagine, like, bad bitch Boson, he's, like, watching it, <laughs> watching it back and just fuming. I, I hope he's watching it back and going, yeah, okay, I was a totes bitch. I don't, I don't think he would. <laughs> oh, my God. I do love – what do you think of these guests, though? I love shavs. Chavs. <laughs> what? Love them. What, what's that? I don't know, like an English bogan. Oh, okay. With money. <laughs> I love it. I love how they go, they think the robes are proper smart, eh? I yeah. loved it. <laughs> I love how they're like, oh, just a couple of lychee martinis. Make it eight. <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's what I would be like I know, on a boat. This is what we would be like on a boat. Oh, my God. I thought they were nice, though. They yeah, they were great. They weren't rude. They were happy. Again, I love guests who are happy to entertain themselves. They actually like who they brought on their boat. They have actual friends. Lovely. But what about Magda not knowing how to find frozen strawberries? Like, check the freezer, doll. What about her asking? Okay, so she's asked to help make beverages because obviously cocktails take ages, particularly when you have to use, like, frozen fruit. It does take a yeah. bit, right? Yeah. And then she asks her to do it. It's like, well, what are you doing? And then I know. is on comms on the radio. First of all, she says, where are the frozen strawberries? It's Charter 8. I know. How do you not know where the frozen fruit is? But it's the in cocktails? the name. F frozen. <laughs> Check the freezer. <gasps> Maybe if she had to text Elsa, she'd fucking be able to do that. 
Uh, so when Toomey said the boyfriend can't be an excuse, even when he's fucking the best friend, I was like, Toomey, you are just so fun. Exactly. She's the best. Toomey is the best. And she should have fucking been in charge of the high tea. I love how we get like snap flashes of her Insta posts. The, I love those them. Insta pictures of that high tea was her high tea. And it looked great. Looked amazeballs. And so then... Bratini asks to chat with Jamie and he just shoots her down. And I was like, what? You're the, you're the bosun. Like, you're have boss. a chat you with her. You can't say no if a staff member wants to talk. You just can't say no. Oh, we'll do it later. What, when? In the four hours you've got to sleep. Loser. Yeah. Oh, and back to Toomey. I thought it was impressive that she was trying to put her foot down with um, Ryan about the chocolate fountain, but yes. he was being such an asshole, and it's another thing he fucked up. She said, can we do a deconstruction thing? He's thinking, no, this is going to be the easiest thing for me. Yeah, d- does he not want a tip? He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't like people. He shouldn't be working with actual people. Well, he's, he made the tacos too spicy for them to even eat. He made the beef so spicy. I thought that if they ate it, they would have been sick, and then – the fish was too bland and he's like, they're British. They don't know what Mexican food is. Uh, I think if they're requesting it, they might have eaten it before. I know. I he's so condescending. Got, I think they've got a Taco Bell in London, mate. We're all good. Yeah. And that oh, that chocolate fountain, like oh. there wasn't even a plug for it to be plugged in. And I, they were looking for the adapter at one point and I was like, what's the bet Magda has it and she's running a phone off it? I was thinking that. I was thinking the same thing because Aisha's like, There's, someone keeps moving the adapter from me. And I'm like, yeah, because it's got a fucking phone on the other end of it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> she's got it. Like, if- she's probably taken it to laundry for her phone. Totally. <laughs> she's unplugged the washing machine to charge her phone. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. But I'm sorry, if like – if I'm the chef mm. and I fucked up so bad, the captain has to run an extension cord up a flagpole. Oh like I would just, I would just leave. He just doesn't care. Why is he there? Why? If you it, don't want to be so there, gross. just leave. Yeah. And how yeah. about fucking well, Aisha having a scream at Magda because she's still on the phone with her boyfriend like for an oh. hour, and she's like, "I'm trying to sleep." I know. Well, she was just bitching about Paulina, like, on loudspeaker. So she wasn't in the cabin? She was, what, she was in the hallway or something? She was in the bathroom, but she had the phone on loudspeaker. Like, how rude. Invest in some headphones. It was 1.15am. Oh, my God. What, a, what an asshole. I, I would have fired her then and there, I honestly. I can't believe that they actually got a tip. I thought those oh. guests were lovely. They gave them 20 fucking grand, mate. Oh, well, and, like, they also stopped complaining about the high tea when, as soon as the captain walked over. Like, they were they were nice. They were too nice. They didn't want to get anyone in trouble. That's how but, nice I mean, the were. captain has eyes. He looked at that high tea and he was like, that was a where's the fairy shit. bread? This is shit. I know. He said it was like a kid's birthday party. I loved it. It's true. So, I mean, at the end of the charter, he's like, we're not doing the helmet because we don't have enough helmets. And I was yeah. like, oof. <laughs> That's when you know you're fucked up. Yeah. I mean, charter eight. Yeah, and I was kind of proud of Aisha for finally saying, you know what, get rid of get Magda. Rid of Mag- I was and like, she good. she was fucking crying about it in a cabin because she knew that he was firing her that minute. Yeah, but she and had she, to do it. I mean, Magda should have gone it. weeks ago. Well, that's the thing. I think the captain took too long, but as you said, he only knew he had backups that minute, and so he acted as soon as he knew he could provide backup staff. Yeah, what did you think of how Magda took the news? Like, at first she was dumbfounded and then she was like, okay. I think she took it as, I'm not doing anything wrong, I'm just not at the level that they need and that's not my problem. That's how she took it. And then she says, I'll prove to you that I'll be back as a second stew. I doubt it. Well, what boat do you think you're going to work on after this, bitch? Maybe the one I I wouldn't be surprised if we never see her again. She's going to be working at the boat that's constantly in the marina, like the floating restaurant. That's it, Uh bitch. It's technically a restaurant on the water. It doesn't make it a charter. And so then he gets the text or whatever that the chef is still available and he goes down to the galley and to be continued. But we all know he's fired. And I can't oh, and fucking wait for it. I, the thing is, he's not. we're not going to get a rise out of him. I really hope Shit Chef comes to reunion and then we get to see how annoyed he actually truly was about it. And then, you know, we get to hate him properly, I guess. I hated when Hannah got fired on Below Deck Med, but seeing her walking up and down the dock just fuming like I loved seeing her. Yeah, I know, it's true. 
<laughs> Both of those sentiments are, are totally true. <laughs> Any other final thoughts on Below Deck as Down Under? No. I mean, just like you, I think if these firings had happened, you know, Charter 3, it would have yeah. been a little more epic. But, again, they didn't have a backup. I mean, they yeah, could have tricky. just pulled someone out of the drive-thru from Maccus and had a better stew. Totally. No? <laughs> yeah, totally, I mean, totally. And the just, chef. I would have just hired, like, someone from a cleaning company and paid the cleaning company for them, they would have been a better stew. Exactly. They might not have been as good TV, though. No, that's true. They might have worked too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you watch uh, the first episode of Dubai just yes, quickly? Yes, I did. Did you enjoy it? I love Caroline Stanbury. I love her. I mean, and I Another hot her, husband. Her hot husband is gorgeous. You know, he's mm. like an ex-pro um, uh, Premier League football player, right? Wow, love that. Yeah. And he actually does come from his own money. So I know a lot of the women are calling him a gold digger, but his family has money in Spain. Like, he's good. I've seen some um, commentary online that people thought it was a bit of a flop start of the season, but I don't know. I I do get that, but at least they're not pretending that all of these women are friends. And I think that's maybe where the disconnect's coming from. Some of these women are just getting to know each other. Some of Mm -hmm. them know each other peripherally and already can't stand each other. I mean, what did you think of that, you know, quote unquote supermodel lady? I don't remember anyone's name except for Caroline. So. Oh, I think she had a few funny, I I think her tagline is really good. I can't remember what it is, but I enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, she's one to watch. She is, but I really hope that she admits her narcissism because honestly, like it's palpable. It's just, oh, it was, you know, it was her loving on herself was stuck in my throat worse than the vomit that I was doing when I had the food poisoning. Like it was a bit much. Yeah, other than that, I, you know, I have no thoughts on it. (laughs) No, I don't really have, I think, look, it's early days. I think we Mm -hmm. have to see how we go, but of course I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm not super excited for it. I'm I'm just, I'm hanging for Ultimate Girls Trip too. Yes, I'm really me too. But I do. That's got to be soon, right? Yeah. When the fuck is it? We've been saying it all year. It's fucking June, people. (laughs) Well, any any other little uh, things you'd like to get off your chest? Uh, We hit fifty thousand downloads. I know. Amazing. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I mean, who the fuck wants to listen to us? But apparently, people do. Or or they play the first ten seconds and then they stop, but like fifty thousand times. It fucking counts, people. Fucking counts. (laughs) Maybe I told you that's why I have no problem with the negative um, reviews because I'm like, thanks for the download, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. Yes, thank Um, you. At effing Bravo is our socials, so So check us out. Leave a rating, review. Just, just you know, let us know stuff. Let us know what you Yeah, let us know stuff, stuff and dog pictures and cat pictures, etc. Absolutely. Et tell me all your tell me all the gossip that I'm apparently missing about fucking Rena. I want to hear the tea. I want to I think hear if you all. didn't have food poisoning, you would have been all over it. Oh, you know that's what I'm doing as soon as we get off. I've been I've been remiss in my daily mail reading. Yeah. I have to catch <laughs> A lot up happened. On, I have to catch up on the news, people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week, meaning you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Say bye. Bye. I said bye. Bye. Why do you hear you over my bye? Bye. (laughs) Bye.